Spring into reading this season with the Biblio Lifestyle 2024 Spring Reading Guide. In this season's guide, I've handpicked 21 of the best new books and I've organized them across six categories. So whether you're looking for a romance novel that will give you a happily ever after, a thrilling mystery to keep you guessing, or an immersive historical fiction book, this guide has a book or three or seven just for you. Now, if 21 books sounds like too much for you, there's a minimalist reads list in the guide, which includes a list of six must-read books from across genres. But wait, that's not all. The spring reading guide also includes fun recipes, spring activities and lifestyle tips. So head on over to springreadingguide.com and download your copy of the guide. That's springreadingguide.com and download your free copy of the 2024 spring reading guide. So download your free copy and discover your next favorite book. Happy reading! I'm Victoria from Biblio Lifestyle, and you're listening to the Reader's Couch Podcast, the show that will help you bridge the gap between living a full and busy life to one where you're reading, learning new things, and having fun. In today's episode, I'll be talking all about journaling, from the different types of journals you can have, journaling techniques, and the benefits of journaling. Plus, I'll even share some easy tips to help you start journaling today. So if you've been curious about journaling, if you're interested in starting a journaling habit, or want to stay consistent in your journaling practice, then this episode is just for you. So stay tuned. Hi friends, welcome again to The Reader's Couch. I'm your host, Victoria Wood, and in today's episode, I'm talking all about journaling. From the different types of journals you can have, journaling techniques, and the benefits of journaling, plus I'll share some easy tips to help you start journaling today. Now, I'm really excited about journaling. It's something I'm very passionate about. I keep a personal journal where I just, you know, put all my thoughts and feelings and just um, recaps of my day. I want to have memories that I can look back on later on, uh, celebrate the wins, work through the negative stuff and the difficult times. I love having a journal because it really gives me perspective on how I was feeling during a certain situation, even though I might remember it years later, but it's just, you'll never truly get that same feeling or remember or uh, or even maybe understand how you were feeling at that time. So when you have a journal, you can always go back uh, and see, and especially for the positive things, it just kind of, um, yeah, it keeps you energized and it just reminds you of how far you've come. And of course, it's also an indication of how far you have yet to go. So there's lots of life ahead, but it's also fun looking back. 
As a reader, I also have a reading journal because Lord knows I can't remember all the books I've read. I mean, I know titles. I'm very good with remembering book covers. I'm very good at remembering major plot points, but sometimes there are little things I want to remember. So I'll keep notes uh, about quotes and lines that really resonated with me or I thought were just incredibly witty and powerful. It's a great way for me to keep track of uh, characters, especially in series and different progressions. And I have a reading journal just for the reading guides, because as I'm reading, I want to record how I'm feeling. So by the end, I can look back and see the books that really had a profound impact on me. So it's fair to say I'm an avid journaler because I keep both a personal and a reading journal. But putting my experiences to the side for a minute, journaling as a technique has been known to be a powerful tool for self-reflection, personal growth, and mental well-being. And I truly feel that while some people might see journaling as just a way to keep record and track of things or to record memories and experiences, I truly believe there's so much more to journaling than what meets the eye. So I'm really excited to kind of uh, dive into more about journaling with you today. But before I get into the episode, if you're looking for a more hands-on approach, I want to invite you to join our members only community because I have a setting up your reading and personal journals class in the community. It's a bit of a workshop. It's a bit of a class, I guess you could say. There's a total of four videos, so you can just watch them and work through it step by step. I really deep dive into more about journaling and the benefits, types of journals, journaling technique. I share tips to help you start and maintain your journal. But also I do a journaling walkthrough of both my reading and personal journals and how you can set that up. So from pre-printed reading journals and pre-printed personal journals to uh, working with, let's say, a bullet journal or a notebook, I also provide uh, inserts. So if you have a notebook right now, if you're not willing to invest in a pre-printed journal, but you have a notebook, you have a bullet journal, and you just want some really nice inserts, whether it's to help you track your reading or do your reviews or just anything that you want to record, you'll find inserts in there as well. So shameless plug, join the Biblio Lifestyle members only community when you visit bibliolifestyle.com forward slash community. You can also find a link in the show notes so you can sign up there. You can access all that journaling content there. Plus I'll be updating it as the year goes on because as I discover new things, um, as we get to certain points, you know, like or three month point, uh, six month point and so on, we'll have different activities as well. You'll also be able to access the live recording of the 2024 Reading Goals and Vision Board Workshop. You'll also find a list of pre-workshop information and supplies as well. And we'll be doing a midway checkup on the Reading Goals and Vision Board Workshop as well. So again, it's not just now at the beginning of the year, but again, just stay tuned because throughout the year we'll be doing updates and check-ins as well. 
Plus, we have a gratitude challenge. We have a 30 days of gratitude challenge. That's running for the month of February into March, because again, it's 30 days. So I hope you'll join me inside the community for more journaling content. But we are going to talk about journaling uh, briefly today. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Okay, so the first thing I want us to talk about are types of journals. Now, there are various types of journals. Uh, Journals are unique depending on the purpose of the journal or the content of the journal. But I just want to focus on three main journals today. The first one is a reflective journal. Now, this is a kind of journal that's used for self-reflection and introspection. This is where you can record your day-to-day, your thoughts, your memories. And I think these kinds of journals are really helpful in that it can help you to gain insight into your thoughts, your emotions, and your behaviors. Another kind of journal is the gratitude journal. Now, as the name suggests that this journal is used to record things that you're grateful for. I also like to consider like a gratitude journal, a joy journal. Now you can have a whole separate joy journal, but essentially with a gratitude journal and the joy journal, I feel it's a great way to cultivate just a positive mindset and be appreciative for all the good things you have going on in your life. And the third journal I want to talk about today is a goal-oriented journal. Now, this is a journal that you have to keep track of whatever goal you're working on. Now, because we're readers, right, the most common goal journal that um, we probably talk about and hear about is a reading journal. But you can have a journal for different things. So if you have a goal to do a craft a month, you can have a crafting journal. You know, keep track of your supplies, um, the actual crafts you'll be doing and so on. So you can have a crafting journal, you can have a travel journal, you can have a specific journal that has a goal or a purpose in mind. So I like to call those a goal journal. So really quick, three journals we're focusing on, reflective journal, a gratitude or a joy journal, as well as a goal-oriented journal. Now, another thing I'd love for us to talk about is journaling techniques, because I think, again, there are different ways and there are different styles to journal. Now, one kind of journaling technique, which is associated with an actual physical type of journal, is bullet journaling. So in addition to the physical bullet journal, there's also a bullet journaling technique. And in this technique, you can use short symbols and phrases and list so you can organize your thoughts and ideas. I like to think of it as the to-do list or the shopping list type of journal. So it's just really short to uh, to the point, really quick, and you're organizing your thoughts in a bullet-like format. So that's one technique of journaling. Another technique is the stream of consciousness style of journaling. Now, I know a lot of us as readers might be familiar with the stream of consciousness style when it comes to novels. Well, I encourage you to try the stream of consciousness style when it comes to journaling. Now, this technique just involves you just writing continuously without you thinking or planning, without you focusing on sentence structure, grammar, punctuation, even spelling. I like to think of it as like a word dump. So you just put everything 
on paper. I think we tend to feel this when we're feeling heightened emotions. So you might be having a great win and you're so excited. Stream of conscious journaling. Another time could be when you're going through a difficult or really challenging time, you know, and you're feeling all the feels. Stream of consciousness uh, style could uh, be something that you could employ here. So again, I think it's just a great way to get everything that you have going on in your head out. So that's a different technique. This stream of consciousness technique. Another journaling technique is art journaling. So art journaling could be painting, drawing, doodling, sketching, collaging, just anything visual that you're doing as a part of your journaling medium. Now, I think this is incredibly helpful because some people are more visually inclined and I think this could be helpful. I also think you can incorporate some art journaling even into your written journaling, just because I know sometimes seeing a blank uh, piece of paper, blank sheet is not really inspiring. So sometimes, you know, if you have a picture in your head, sketch it, doodle it, draw it, paint it. So art journaling is also another technique. So I just shared three techniques with you today. So the first one is bullet journaling. The second is stream of consciousness writing. And the third is art journaling. Now you can choose any one or combination of these methods because it's not like you just have to do one and not the other. You can do a multitude of things. You could probably start painting, adding some color to your background. I did that with one of my journals um, when I was doing the journaling walkthrough in the community. So I got my watercolor out. I painted the page. They could see it dry. It didn't bleed through. And now I could write on top of that or I could collage on top of that. So, you know, you can do a combination of methods. You can do a combination of techniques. You can create your own techniques. So if you have a technique that you use when you're journaling, I'd love to hear from you because again, there is no one way to journal. I think that's the most important thing that I want you to take away from today is that there's no one way to do it. And the most important thing is to just try and then find the method that works for you and that feels good and then just run with it. Okay, so now that we've talked about the types of journaling and we even talked about some journaling techniques, now I want us to talk about the benefits of journaling and some easy tips to help you start journaling and stay consistent with your practice. Okay, so when it comes to journaling, I think the benefits are numerous, but I also feel like the benefits are unique and individual. So what I get out of journaling, it might not necessarily be the same thing that you'll get out of journaling. But I just want to share from my personal experience that journaling helps to improve my self-awareness. It really helps to give me perspective on things. It really helps to reduce my stress and my anxiety because when my anxiety is on 10, the best way for me to kind of process and deal with things is to journal. When I'm going through stressful situations, it's incredibly helpful. But I also love to journal about the joy and the positive things, you know, because then I want to be able to look back at that stuff and see how I was feeling in that moment. 
journaling also enhances my creativity because I have a whole bunch of things swelling around in my head. I have a whole bunch of ideas. And by writing them down, by journaling uh, about them, first, it's it's kind of like the first step in making it real. So it's like, it's no longer in my head, now it's on paper. And then what I find when I'm journaling is that now, once I get the idea out, I start making plans on how to either execute it or achieve it. And it just becomes this larger than life and, and real thing, as opposed to when I just keep this in my head and be like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. But I do absolutely nothing with it. You know, the odds of something happening are a lot slim for me. So when I journal, it really enhances my creativity. It just, it helps me all around. So I think I'm a more creative individual as a result of journaling. And another thing is that it helps with my memory. And like I said, it helps me work through things. So it helps my memory and my retention and understanding of things. So true story when, I mean, I was doing this even in high school, quite honestly, but especially when I was in college and, you know, you have your lectures and your tutorials and it's not like that handholding style you're used to in high school. So for me, I would make notes on my pre-printed notes. So my mom, my mom and dad always had to make sure I had money on my print card because uh, when I was going to school, it's like you had to have a print card back then. Yeah, it was always loaded because when they would send like notes and presentations and slides and everything ahead of time, I'm that girl who's printing things ahead of time. And then during the lecture or stuff, I'm following along and I'm making notes. And when I'm studying by myself, when I used to study by myself, I was making notes as well. So all my friends knew that I was the girl to come get notes, but I didn't just do it because oh I love taking notes no it really helped me with my retention it helped me with my memory and it helped me with my comprehension and especially as someone who creates content and who reads lots of books and stories by me kind of writing all this down it helps to boost my memory so like I said earlier I have a journal just for the reading guides to help keep me squared away so yeah so there are just some benefits of journaling for me it improves my self-awareness it helps reduce my stress and my anxiety it helps me be more creative and it helps boost my memory and understanding and I'm just able to work through a lot of things both positive and negative with my journal. Now, if you're interested in journaling, if you're interested in starting a journaling habit, but you're looking for some easy tips to get going, I'm just going to share three quick things that I think you need to do in order to get started. So the first thing you have to do is you need to decide on what you're going to be journaling about. So what is the purpose of your journal? I think you need to decide on that. You also need to decide on the medium that you'll be using to journal. So are you going to do a physical journal? Are you going to be doing a digital journal? You need to make that decision. So one, decide what you're going to be journaling about. What is your journal's purpose? And then decide on the medium that you're going to use to journal. So is it going to be a physical journal? Is it going to be a digital journal? The second thing you need to decide is you need to decide when and where you're going to journal. Now, I know the when and where might seem very true, 
trivial, but actually I think it's one of the most important things. So decide if you're going to journal in the morning. So if you're a morning person and you're able to get up before everyone in your household is up, so you have that quiet time to journal, then morning is for you. If at the end of the day, when everyone is asleep and you have that extra quiet and that free time, then maybe evening journaling is for you. Or maybe you're more of a lunchtime person and you want to use your lunch break after you've had your meal and you want to use that time to journal, then maybe the middle of the day is best for you. So I want you to think about the best time of day and where you're going to journal. So I think the when and where are incredibly important because then if you just keep going back to that space at that time, it will become habit forming. And the third thing is that you just have to get started. Here's the thing with getting started. Once you get started and you're trying different methods and techniques, you'll discover what works best for you and then you'll run with it. So maybe stream of consciousness is not your style. Maybe you just want to do some bullet journaling. Maybe you express yourself better through art. So maybe art journaling. Maybe you're a combination method kind of person. The thing is you just have to get started and then run with whatever feels good to you. So regardless of what I'm saying here today, you through your practice might discover something new and you're like, well, hey, I like how this works. This feels better. Then that's what you need to do. That's the method of your journaling. So more than anything, you just need to get started and you'll discover what works for you, not what you think journaling should be or what it should look like. Just get started. You'll find out what works for you and then you'll be able to continuously keep journaling and make it a lifelong habit. Now I want to share some ways that can help you stay consistent in your practice. Although the point I just made is also a great way to help you stay consistent, which is find what works for you and stick with it. But here are some other ways that you can stay consistent in your journaling practice. So first off, I think you need to make journaling fun. So again, if you just want to write words on paper and that's pleasing to you and you're happy doing that, that's fine. But if you're a person who needs colors, pictures, stickers, um, whatever makes journaling more fun for you, make it fun because again, it's your journal. My personal journal has a little bit of everything. I'll have some days where it's just words, 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 words. Then you'll see some art in there. Then sometimes you'll see collaging in a corner or full on a page being painted and then words on top. It's just, I do what feels good for me and what feels fun and relaxing. So I think it's important for you to make journaling fun. So whatever that means for you, that's what you need to do. Another thing that you need to do is find a journal partner. Find a community of people who are journaling, follow them, sign up for their emails. In my case, join the community. You know, having someone who can keep you accountable and, you know, remind you about your journaling can help you to be motivated and help you stay consistent. If you're going about it solo, maybe consider setting reminders, putting something on your calendar if needs be. But also another thing, um, a third thing I think you can do is celebrate milestones. Okay, when you finish a journal, make it a thing. Treat yourself to a nicer journal that maybe you wanted or um, buy supplies that you love. Uh, treat yourself to cake. 
you know, whatever it might be, um, celebrate those small wins. If you sign up to, let's say, the 30 Days of Gratitude Challenge and you did 30 days, that's huge. So I want you to celebrate those wins. It's a great way to help you stay consistent on your journaling journey. Alrighty, friends, that's it. That's all I have for you today on journaling. I truly believe that journaling, while it might seem very simple, it can really have a profound impact on your life. I think it's something you just have to do. You just have to get started. And I'm telling you, when you have that journal, when you have those memories, when you have those records, when you can see your progress, when you look back at that weeks, months, and years later, you're going to be really, really happy that you did it. So again, if you're looking for that extra support, if you're looking for that community, I highly recommend you join Biblio Lifestyles community. We have a vision board workshop recording available, so that can help you get squared away with your goals. We also have four videos about setting up both your reading and personal channels. I also do a journal walkthrough, so you'll see how you can work with a blank journal or notebook if that's what you're working with. And you you can also get to see pre-printed journals. So I do a walkthrough of three pre-printed reading journals and two pre-printed personal journals. So you get to see what's inside, see more about the prompts and decide what journal is best for you. We also have printables. So if you're looking for something that you can just print out, cut, paste into your notebook or your bullet journal, we have that available for you as well. You can also make requests for the kinds of printables that you'd like to see in the community and I can get that sorted for you. Plus, this will be something we'll be updating in the weeks and months ahead so that the information is current and you have all the latest and the greatest. And don't forget about our gratitude challenge. Plus, we're going to have other journaling prompts and other challenges throughout the year. So again, visit bibliolifestyle.com forward slash community. I'll also include a link in the show notes so that you can sign up. You can watch the videos, you can download the printables, and you can reach out to me uh, directly uh, with any questions and any feedback that you might have. Alrighty, friends, that's it. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for listening. And I'm looking forward to speaking with you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Reader's Couch podcast. Please subscribe to the show, share it with a friend and take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. Until next time, stay lounging, stay reading, and whenever you're in doubt, go straight to your local bookstore or library. Thanks again for listening and happy reading.